This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs, and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915-Columbia, and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. 
Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. First thing I want to do is offer our prayers up today uh, to uh, David Blackburn, the Blackburn family, and the passing of his 14-year-old daughter. I, I just can't, I just can't comprehend that. I just cannot comprehend that. So, um, to David and his family, uh, we will be praying for you. In the meantime, a really, really busy. Incredibly busy sports weekend. I love this time of the year. February used to be kind of a dead spot in the sports world. I, I distinctly remember Bino, low those many years ago, saying, boy, you know, February's a really tough, tough ask on the sports fan. But, Bino, that was back when we didn't have, um, we didn't have a basketball program and we semi had a baseball program. We kind of ignored baseball at one point as well and and it wasn't as big as it is now but uh, the spotlight has certainly been shined on that sport and basketball over the weekend there were some incredible things that happened here there and everywhere you've got rick patino cutting promos for the ages on his team which we'll talk about you've got a kid from ucla assaulting somebody last night in a basketball game which we'll talk about You've got Tennessee and what they did. I don't think there's been a verb to describe what they did to Vanderbilt the other night. 31-point lead at halftime. Uh, Vesco hits the three ball to make it 31. Matt and myself did Garza Law Tennessee basketball overtime. And we did it while the baseball game was going on concurrently. And I don't know that we've ever had a game, a, a, a post-game show where there was so little to say. Because people, people um, on here, and then I'll get Bino and Brian here, but people are like, why are you guys last several weeks talking about Vanderbilt and who cares? Well, look, and I was just talking to a friend of mine that was there in the front row the other night, and he said, I got up and left at halftime. He said, and I thought of what you say, Tony, which is, if I wanted to watch regular season women's basketball, I'd watch regular season women's basketball. I mean, the game's got to be somewhat competitive for it to be a compelling sporting event. Vanderbilt looked like they were the Western Division in the first half last night of the All-Star game. And no, I didn't watch it. Not a minute. Yes, I have taste. And I like sports. Why would I watch some? I mean, I like sports. I want to see. 
I want to see athletes, and in this case, kids, compete and play hard and have a competitive game. And then for Jerry Stackhouse coming after the game, when I know damn right well talking to Plaster, he doesn't ask for help down there. He doesn't even try to recruit. He He's bitching and moaning because he has any players on his roster. I mean, you've been there five years, dude. I mean, since when is it not your job to have players on your roster? What, because you look good in a suit and you play in the NBA? I mean, are you kidding me? Bring Bino Jeff Henderson in here. Meantime, I mean, let's just call this what it is. Tennessee basketball, the Tennessee basketball team. Okay, let's just call this what it is. They're playing like a Final Four basketball team. Let's just call that what it is, right? Now, let's just get it out in the open and deal with it. They had that team meeting, okay? And they went and they hammered Kentucky in Kentucky's building. Hammered them. Now, it's like an 11-point game at the end, but it felt like 30. And you and I know it. We all know it. Then they go on the road, and they had their little stumble with A&M, and everybody, everybody panicked because that's what you do, not me. It's what you do. And then they turn around, and they decrapitate two opponents. Decrapitate them. The second for the second leg of a sweep, where the coach comes out afterwards and says, we had no chance against them. None. I mean, let's keep it real. Bino, buenas to you. Incredible sports weekend it was. And I was up late watching the baseball team, which proves the type of degenerate I am. The fantastic weekend of Tennessee sports, Tony, no question about it. So good, I never even thought about Greenville the entire weekend. Or when that might come about you're you're exactly right about february i i can remember years when it was leap year and that 29th day seemed like it lasted a week (laughs) march and uh but yeah it's completely different now our basketball team is seemingly always playing for seating in the ncaa tournament um got a baseball team that uh it goes and plays quality competition uh, early in the season, which is smart uh, because it shows you uh, the, the work that you probably need to do that a lot of your pre-SEC schedule opponents won't give you. Um, so I, I just thought it was a, a great weekend for Tennessee all around. Uh, the baseball team did exactly what they needed to do, which is go down there and find out a little bit about themselves. Um, and the basketball team, uh, that's that's as fine a performance as we've seen all year. And, you know, that's the that's the across-the-board scoring uh, contribution that we're talking about uh, that gives this team a chance to, to advance if, if we can see that. And as far as Vandy's concerned, I, just, I know we talked last week about how Jerry Stackhouse has may have talked his AD into giving him another year. I just can't see any way in the world that a coach in his fifth year comes to Tennessee and loses by 30-plus points at Vanderbilt and keeps his job. Should have been, if he does, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is proof positive. They don't care one yeah. bit. I didn't mean to talk over you, but it, should, it shouldn't have. It should have been like 40 or 50. 
Let's say you don't pull Dalton Connect out of that game with 14 minutes left, Bino. What's the final margin? I mean, seriously, what's oh, the final yeah. margin? Yeah. I mean, that that was just a, a, a beating of epic proportions mm-hmm. from the start. Mm-hmm. Lady Vol softball's at it. Barnes Ballers are number six overall national seed. The Fighting Voltellos went hard. Kelly Harper's guys got a dub. Let me say this uh, about our fan base. Bino, you did not see Hustle and Flow over the weekend. And, Brian, did you did you get a chance to see it or no? Because I invited you over, Bri. You goofy sheep. No, I followed along on the uh, on the live stats. Well, if you're following along, if you're following along, you're not going to see that there were several thousand. And I did I did watch highlight whenever there was a highlight. I went on the Twitter page to see the home right. runs and stuff, and saw fans, saw the fans in the stands. How about that somewhere. shot? How about that shot, Billy Amick hit last night? You don't think that kid's got some power, do you? That's one of the harder parks in the in the. In Major League Baseball to hit in. The roof is closed, which, as we know, um, I, I guess, depending on your perspective, can be conducive for hitting or not. But this dude has some serious popola. He pounded a ball into the upper deck last yep. night. Let me, let me make a point there. I want to say something. So, Saturday, a... a very lame opponent is in town in basketball. There's not an empty seat in Thompson Bowling Arena. Not an empty seat. Saturday night, or Friday night, I turn on that game, guys, and they're playing a pretty good Texas Tech team. That was a, that was a, that was a high-level, very good baseball game. Uh, two very good teams. First game of the year. Tennessee was really crisp this weekend for uh, they had an error, a uh, drop ball in the outfield. You're going to have things like that happen in college baseball anyway, but for the most part, for the most part, all the teams that played, and, and Baylor let a ball drop in the outfield last night when it was starting to rain on them a little bit, but for the most part, pretty, pretty clean baseball. The contingent of Tennessee fans, several of whom were sending me texts like the Justin Denny's of the world that were down there. We had several thousand fans in attendance at a baseball series in Texas. Several thousand. Not, oh, a couple hundred. No. There were a few, four or five thousand Tennessee fans in that place for the opening weekend. Which I just find, I just find that wild. The appetite for this, look, um, John Adams tells me when they run Tennessee baseball stuff like articles, and, and these days you have the ability through technology to check, check things, they do huge numbers. When he writes about the, the baseball vols, huge numbers. And I was talking about this today on the blog today, Bino. There's there's a payoff with baseball. When you pay your fans off in the postseason, what you're doing becomes a gathering storm. There becomes there becomes a level of expectation with it. 
just like, and I hate to say this, but just like there's kind of a level of expectation with our basketball team in the postseason. And it's it's really strange. But our fans are incredible. Can you imagine that, Bino, having several thousand people in Texas watching college baseball to begin the year? Yeah, I'm just – I'm never surprised anymore, Tony, by the Tennessee fan base's uh, support. Uh, I just – you know, <laughs> they they just always show up, always show up. And our baseball program, I mean, historically, postseason-wise, has basically been the antithesis of, of our basketball program. Our our baseball program, although they didn't make it very much, when they when they made the postseason, they made runs. Uh, you know, and for whatever reason, uh, basketball, the history here, has just been the opposite. So hopefully that's something that we can turn around this season in basketball. Isn't it wild, though, how because Tony and his guys and Evan Russell, who will be with us, isn't it amazing how they have this, um, it's like a gathering bandwagon for Tennessee baseball. I mean, the other night we were just sort of talking about the game. I put Watch Along up on the screen because I'm a smart guy on Twitter Spaces. And we just sort of uh, were commenting on the baseball game while we were talking about the basketball game. Because at the end of the day, what can you say about a basketball game when you're up uh, 38 or was it 40 at one point, 39 or 40? What was the largest lead, Bri? I believe it was 40. You're up 40 on somebody. You beat them 35. You probably could have beaten that team by 55 or 60. If you wanted to go full Don Staley on them. And I like those women's coaches when they get a team down and they'll press them late in the games. <laughs> they have no mercy on each other. I mean, no mercy at all. I mean, no mercy. No mercy. Um. If they would have wanted to, though, could have been an absolute, just absolute kill job. Anything else you guys want to talk about from the uh, base from the uh, sports weekend that was? You know, I got a good feeling that this Tears for Fears kid. Oh my gosh! Is going to literally lap Blake Burke and Homer's eventually before he's done, and he could break the record, Helton's record, a forty. For a career, right? Brian. Is it 40? Brian, this guy is so athletic. It's crazy. There's a ball hit to the infield the other night. He's on second base and he scores. Scores. He's running third, never even breaks stride. I mean, it's like having your own say hey Willie. And he is one. Awesome looking athlete. Whew. This team forts over. And the thing about college baseball, Bino, that I forgot is what a different game it is when you get into somebody's second or third pitcher. Like you get to a Baylor, right? You're in the third day of a weekend 
where where their staff's already gotten kind of uh, they've already lap, uh, logged some innings. Here you are, first weekend, but you know Burke is so far in the soup. But they get into their third pitcher, and even he's hitting the ball hard. That poor guy. He just has trouble squaring up the ball, Brian, to your point. Blake Burke does, especially against the front-line guys that throw him. You want to get Burke out, the book on him is you throw the ball high. Don't throw him a fastball. No, you throw high fastballs to him because he can't catch up to him, and then you throw breaking balls outside. That's how you get him out. Yeah. That's what everybody's breaking doing to him now. what I meant. Yeah, they're... You, you throw him a breaking ball over the zone, he's going to hammer it. Really I, I strange. I think with a guy like him, Tony, that uh, uh, with his power potential, yep. uh, I, I do think you have to, as a staff, I think you have to wipe his slate clean and let him start all over this year and mm-hmm. not hold past sins against him. Uh, but I, I was glad to see them move him from the two-hole to seven. I mean, in, in modern-day baseball, uh, you generally put your very best all-around hitter in, in the two-spot, and he, uh, Burke is not that. He's not that. And uh, not, not only, the, not only the, the change in quality of pitching, but I think the spot that he was moved to helps him too. I don't think he needs to be in that two-hole. Uh, I don't. I don't think he he's confident enough to be in that two hole or or a good enough all around hitter to be there. But and Dryling is. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to watch him as the season progresses because they've got people now. That, like Matt was saying on the air the other night, they've got people now that if he really really stumbles, can take a spot. Which you know you say that out. You said that a year and a half ago. People say you guys are crazy. This Villeneuve, or however you say that dude's name, strokes the ball. One of the guys last night doing the game, he, he came up behind Burke after Burke got one of his hits, his late hits yesterday. And I think he, like, first pitch swung and smacked the ball in the left center field. And uh, Pat Combs doing the game, former Philly great, who really did a nice job. The, the flow sports, uh, the play-by-play guy was good, too. They did a really nice job calling the action, but... Uh, he goes, man, how would you like to have that dude on your bench? Look at that guy's swing. Did either of you see uh, the NBA three-point shooting contest over the weekend, which I think is a neat thing, what they did there? And, Bino, you happen to be married to a... Um, you and I have always had a soft spot for women's basketball because you're married to a legend uh, who people still talk about. Now, she played like in kind of the age where the spotlight wasn't on it like it is now. Or people would, if, if your wife was coming up today, everybody would know her name. It would be flashed everywhere. And she'd be playing in college somewhere. Uh, back then, it kind of was what it was, but people still talk about your wife and those. I've been around you when people come up to you and they still talk about your wife. My wife was an All-State player down at Chattanooga Central in the mid-'80s and was a hell of a player. I mean, you, you watched her stuff on video, and she, the kids she played against would dribble the ball over mid-court. She'd take it from them and get down the field, get down the court and score. Uh, Laura was a great player, so... 
I think it's a good idea that they put that Sabrina Ionesco, very talented uh, shooter, out there against Steph Curry, and they went mano a mano. That's the one thing over that NBA Sports Weekend that I find interesting that they did. Did you guys see any of that? Because that, that was really cool. Uh, I did not, Tony. I, I usually do watch that for whatever reason. Uh, I, I didn't. I, I think I was listening to Tennessee baseball and just not thinking a lot about it. Uh, I wished I had seen that. I, I had the NBA All-Star game on the screen with the sound turned down. Never. I just looked up at a score because I had over 353 and a half, which won easily. <laughs> You gambled on the NBA All-Star game? What the hell? Oh, three and a half. Might be the greatest thing ever. So I could tell someone that I played a total over 353 and a half. Favorite thing was Adam Silver coming out after the game. Adam Silver looks like he needs some iron, okay? No offense to him. He comes out after, and I love him, but no offense. He comes out after the game and just rips his rips the product. Now, here's a good question for Adam Silver: Why are you guys still playing B? Why are you doing what you're doing? You know what those guys are going to do, and you know you have no power over those guys. I told them I wanted to see defense. Well, that's good, Adam. That's great. They, they those guys really care. I mean. LeBron James doesn't run the league or anything, does he, Adam? I mean, you're you're the commissioner, but it's not him that runs the league, is it? I mean, these guys don't these guys don't pick their teams, do they, Adam? You're just some guy in New York, and they totally disregard him. At any rate, he he might be the weakest commissioner in sports. That guy, really, uh, when you get right down to it. But you know the level of effort. I fibbed a little earlier. I turned it on for a minute in between the Tennessee, because I just wanted to see what the defense looked like. Bino, you had it on, right? The, the, I did. Describe to the listener that didn't turn it on, because somebody said it looked like um, a pickup basketball. That's not accurate. In pickup basketball, people guard each other. I don't know what that – you know what it looked to me like? It looked like when you're um, first get a kid on a court and you want them to have a, have a layup and you just sort of let them go. And you kind of act like you're guarding them, but you're really not. You just kind of put your hands up and you just kind of let them run by you so they can get the feeling of laying a ball off the, off the window and in. Describe it, Bino, what you saw. Well, it looked like a it looked like a globe trotter practice. It, it, it's yeah, it's it's a complete waste of time. A complete waste of time. Uh, and you know that forever it's been this way. But Major League Baseball is the only game that has uh, a, an All Star game with even a hint of, of true competitiveness in it. The rest of them should just quit. I don't know about hockey. I don't watch hockey. I don't know about that. But uh, the NFL and the NBA should just punt. 
if they want to have a weekend together to celebrate, do that. But what they put on now is a joke. And that's what the NFL did. The NFL came to the conclusion that, hey, in the big money era, these guys aren't going to go out and hit each other. They're just not going to tackle each other, and nobody wants to play in it. And afterwards, uh, AD said with the Lakers, he goes, what am I going to do? The guy's made an all-star game. The guy over there is the top of his sport. He's got himself to protect. I'm going to go up. He was responding to David to Adam Silver's criticism. He said, what am I going to do? Go up there and, and hit a guy in an, in an exhibition game? And you know what? I got to tell you, he's right. He's right. Yeah, he's right. So how do you how would you make it more if I was me I would do what the NHL went to which is this 3 on 3 tournament thing they do they take their best players and they go out and play 3 on 3 like a pond hockey it's like a derivative of the game but it's not the game and you break the teams up and you just play short periods and you make it kind of interesting if they did a 3 on 3 tournament with those guys don't they have like a three-on-three thing in the summer, guys, that they use to fill space? It gets pretty good numbers. Don't they do that? Because that would be really fun to watch yes. with the world's best players. And you could keep them in a confined, confined space. You play half court. So you don't get guys, you know, you're not going to get guys like really crashing into each other. It's just three-on-three basketball. And then you put up a bunch of prize money. And I and you could have two games going on concurrently at either side, and I think people would watch it. But what they're doing now, I what was the line again, Bino? What was the number, the point total? Uh, I got it at three fifty three and a half. I think it started out at three sixty, and people pounded the under. <laughs> what was the overall total? Uh, I believe it was 200 to 188, wasn't it? I mean, that's so many points. It, yeah, I mean, I what? put up a graphic, Tony, that said the East is the first team to score 200 in an All-Star game. Well, <laughs> no bleep. Are you <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> I love these eggheads and these trucks. First ever, first ever uh, team to 200, really. You don't. You don't say. I mean, how boring is that? Two hundred points scored. Uh, it's like somebody was trying to describe arena football to me before I saw it, and they said, "Man, oh, if you like scoring, I'm like, yeah, I like score. I don't like that much scoring." I mean, every once in a while, an opponent's got to be able to stop somebody for it to be somewhat of a compelling sport. At any rate, we've got a lot to talk about. So, what do you think of the baseball balls? Tennessee basketball, by the time we get to Phoenix, Matt Dixon's going to be smiling. Tomorrow night, basketball and baseball are in action together. The Lady Vols were on the road over the weekend in softball as they compete at the top of their sport. Uh, NASCAR today is going to run the Daytona 500, and they've got some labor strife going on. They had a 40% uh, revenue increase in rights, and the teams want their cut, and the France family is saying, I don't think so. 
I don't think so. We're going to come back on the other side. I got to get Bino and Brian's both to weigh in on and take a side on. Kenny Smith came under fire over the weekend for what he said regarding the three-point shooting contest. Ain't let me say anything these days. Everybody's just so sensitive, so sensitive. And uh, also, the other thing, Rick Pitino cut an absolute promo on the team he recruited, including a guy that walked off the floor in the summer, uh, Chris Ledlam at Tennessee, because he knew if I stick around here, I'm I'm going to be over there with, with uh, the Jefferson kid. I'm never going to see the floor. The Jefferson kid's so buried that two walk-ons played in front of him, including a guy who's on my all-NIL name team, Coin. If Coin doesn't make your all-NIL name team, nobody will. But we continue with more on the other side. It is your Rice Fans, Rice Fans, Monday edition after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. Hi, I'm Kurt Green. If you're looking for a great night of acapella music, all you've got to do is come out on the 24th and you'll see us at the Cherry Theater, 7th Element. And you will have such a great time. I'm hoping that all of the community comes out and supports this wonderful concert. It's at 6 p.m. I don't want you to miss it because you can find it so easily on Eventbrite. And just look for 7th Element in France. You're going to love it. Get your tickets today. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I am at Foodland in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. Foodland has a new weekly circular out with a lot of great specials for the coming week. I'm speaking with Bobby Howell, who's the assistant manager, your hometown grocer here at Foodland. Bobby, what's happening at Foodland this week? We got fresh strawberries, two for five, one pound package, Lux beans, 69 cents each. Chuck Roast, $5.99 a pound. Honeycrisp Apples, $0.99 cents a pound. And Niagara Waters, 3 for 10 Oh, wow. And as usual, the specials in this circular will be good through next Tuesday. And then next Wednesday, you'll have a new circular out. That's right. Okay. And folks, this warm weather, I know, has got a lot of people thinking about grilling. Foodland has got the best meat department in Murray County, bar none. So guys who grill, this is the place to come. Bobby, thanks. Thank you.
this is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. All right, let's keep it real on a light caller Monday. Let's keep it real here. So Sabrina Ionescu, who Brian reminded me played ball at Oregon, who kind of, you know, just sort of burst onto the scene and here she is, and I guess she was the top pick in their game and the best player that year, the year of the COVID stuff, the year of the shutdown. Man, she's uh, she is super skilled, like super skilled. So the other night, they did a really cool thing. Now, it could have been better, and how it could have been better is if Caitlin Clark would have played in it it would have been better um but as it is uh okay fine so they've got going what they've got going and my number is 865-200-5402 caitlin clark if you put her in that thing against curry the other night would have had like 4 million people watching it. It's just the power of what she's doing. It's just who she People get sick of me. I'm just telling you, those of you that are missing it, are, you're missing it because it's insane. It's like Wayne Gretzky on uh, playing, playing college basketball, women's basketball. And I don't say things like that lightly. Wayne Gretzky's the most brilliant athlete maybe I've ever seen. This Ionescu versus Curry three-point shooting contest. Kenny Smith, this is from uh, Athlon Sports. This is part and parcel, though, of the commentary because everybody's triggered these days. And what are they triggered about, Tony? Everything. Everybody's triggered about everything. I mean, to live in a society... Where I worry, I'm just trying to get offended every time I turn the television on or the radio. Just get offended by everything and everybody. Just to be that perfect. I'm reading from Athlon, but it could be anywhere. This is a guy named Eric Alec, A-L-E-K, Arend, A-R-E-N-D. It could be anybody, though. There's a million of these articles. And they all have the same tone. Because these are a bunch of people that have been raised in the culture of offense. The um, the outrage culture. Which, by the way, the outrage culture, both political aisles, both political aisles have turned it into a money-making machine. The outrage culture is a real thing. And if you're part of it and that's your entertainment, I'm not going to tell you it. Do you do you? I jumped off that train a long time ago when I saw what it was. Here's what they're saying: Saturday night, Sabrina Ionescu, St- Stephen Curry three point showdown was unfortunately overshadowed. And I'm getting Bino to take a stance on this today because I want him to offend somebody. Damn it, Bino, are you ready to offend? I'm ready, Tony. All right. Saturday night, Sabrina Ionescu versus Stephen Curry three-point shooting showdown was unfortunately overshadowed by Kenny Smith's obnoxious commentary. Let's rewind a bit. 
Ionescu had the greatest three-point shooting contest performance in the history of the sport last year when she scored 37 out of a possible 40. The previous high, 31 by Curry. Ionescu, as a result, challenged Curry to a three-point showdown, which materialized Saturday night as an additional all-star event. Ionescu shot from the men's three-point line, which is a foot and a half further than the women's line. For the contest, she also used a women's basketball. The result? 26 points scored, which matched the winning number Damian Lillard scored to win the men's three-point shooting contest just moments before. Curry then went second, scored 29 to defeat Ionescu in the historic contest. Unfortunately, this writer goes on, because we always have to go on in our society, don't we? Don't we always? I mean, we've politicized everything. 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 Kenny Smith ruined the entire moment. The former NBA great said that Ionescu should have shot from the women's three-point line to make it a, quote, fair fight. Fair, this guy goes. What the hell's he talking about? Ionescu finished three-point shy of the greatest shooter in basketball history, matched the overall men's three-point champion. Reggie Miller took offense with the commentary criticizing him for, quote, placing boundaries on men's versus women's sports. NBA fans slamming Smith for his comments. Some think TNT should discipline him for his comments. <laughs> so great. So great. And then, of course, they have a bunch of responses from a bunch of twitiots, including some of the usual suspects, part of the outrage machine, that are always offended by anything and everybody. And by the way, that cuts both ways in the political spectrum. Bino Jeff Henderson, just as a matter of a matter of you and I are drawing this up, okay? She's already shooting a smaller basketball, which is a women's basketball, which is a smaller ball. I know you've touched a women's ball, I've touched a women's ball, I've shot with a women's ball. In my basketball, my younger days, my basketball playing days. I think it's harder to shoot with a women's basketball personally. When you're used to the big ball, feels like a, feels almost like a volleyball in your hand. It's, a, it's bigger than that, but it feels that way when you get used to a big basketball. Does Kenny Smith deserve getting dunked on like that dude just dunked on him there? And if you were drawing it up, because I was talking to Mr. C the other day, and he was like, you know what? This is before any of this happened. He said, are you going to look at that tonight? And I said, no. And he explained the rules to me. And he said, you know, I would have her if I were her. I'd shoot from my line. Why shouldn't she shoot from her line? And I thought, you know what? That's probably right. She should probably shoot from her line. Good, Bino. Take a stand. Uh, well, I mean, what he said is the truth, Tony. It would <laughs> It would give her a better opportunity if she was shooting from her line, using the ball that she's accustomed to using, which she did. I don't, you know, I I know people are paid to, people are paid to take offense. And 
have a have a take and try to get clicks and all that kind of thing. Uh, so you know, if that's that's their job, that's their job. I, I think it's nonsense to be triggered by something like that. And just in in life as a whole, you know, if you're if if you're constantly concerned about what someone says, what someone does, what someone thinks, uh, bless your heart, you're living a miserable existence. About you, Brian. Ionescu the other night. Is it the right thing that she shot from the men's line or should she have shot? You watch a women's game. Should she have shot from the women's game? And again, I'm on record as saying to me the two best uh uh, if I had this one person to take a shot and my life's on the line, I don't know if it's not Caitlin Clark and her sport over Steph Curry and his sport, and that's saying something. Because Steph Curry totally revolutionized the modern game. He, he, he did to the modern game what Wilt Chamberlain did to the modern game on the inside. I mean, he... L- look at the sport now. Look how different it is f- 15 years later with him in it. You know, uh, uh, David Grimm reminded me that when Wiz White had his 51-point performance, Bino, against Auburn, he only took three three balls that night. Just three. Wow. Now, if that was tonight, if that was right now with the uh, what Curry has done to all, done to sports and what the, the way the three-point line is utilized these days, how many do you think he would have attempted? On a 51-point night these days. 13. Exactly. 13, 14, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Wait in here. I want you to get hammered, too. I agree with Kenny Smith. I don't think it's anything to get mad about what he said. I don't know that they should have the men's and women's three-point line at the same. You're the same. Do what? So, no, I, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think this. I don't think it's a big deal at all. I don't. I don't even. I didn't know what he said until I read up on it a few minutes ago, and mm-hmm. that's just that's not a big deal at all. No. Hey, Bino, that that kid that wrote that article, I promise you, that's a kid. Wants him disciplined, Bino. Disciplined by TNT. <laughs> disciplined, Bino. Look, if you were Thanks. making me do that. Okay, and I got that assignment. I go to job with NCAA. I would, go, I would go to my boss and say, "Could you please assign somebody else to this, or just put Barkley on it?" See, Barkley could sit there and commentate on it and get away with whatever he says because he says it with a smile. He's the one guy that's impervious to all this. When he called the women of San Antonio fat, you remember that, Bino? And he got in all that hot water. And they made him apologize, and he went on television, and he said, look, I I didn't mean to say it like that, but you all do need to lose some weight. It was one of the greatest things ever. Let's go to the phones. And he gets away with he it. Said something, he said something last night how San Francisco is full of homeless thieves or something to that extent. He just gets – Brian, he can say but, – but Kenny Smith said – but he, Charles Barkley's got like a buffer. He can say whatever he wants to say. But Kenny Smith said that a gal shooting from the three-point line should be able to shoot from her line. And people are outraged at him. 
He's like a point of national scorn over the All-Star. Instead of that being a celebration of, hey, uh, you know, this is like a real battle of the sexes, and these people are really at the top of their sport, and look how skilled she is. Look at this. And look at Steph Curry. And boy, you know what would make this thing more interesting? Is if she shot from what she's supposed to shoot from. She'd blow them out. That's what he was saying, Bino. Isn't that all he was saying? I mean, what? And she would. She would blow him out. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny will be lucky if he gets to uh, be on be on set for the remainder of the season. Back to the phones we go. Outrageous comments like that. Outrageous, Kenny Smith. You are an outrage. To the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. It's our TLD Logistics phone line. You're on the air. Welcome in. Tony, what's going on? It's Goldbrick. Hey, Goldie. Good Monday to you, buddy. Well, I was glad that we had uh, had some some baseball on this weekend, and I and I splurged for doing that since we didn't have our OP OP live on any new episodes on this week. So. I mean, OP live takes President's Day weekend off. What are they? The like the federal I mean, government. What are they working for the? Were they working for the uh, Dan Abrams? Is he like um, uh, Fed? The, a Fed? I mean, what are we kidding me? They must have not been able to get a good co-host there to go along with them or something. Interesting. <clears throat> now I was just wanting to call up, uh, talk a little baseball. Um, that was that team is going to be so much fun. I mean, that team is just already. You can just tell they're going to be kind of a lot more likable, a lot more fun than probably that team was last year. And uh, I just, I'm loving the uh, these bats that we've got. I mean, you've got Tears for Fears, got Double D, you've got Amick, and you've got Christian Morey swinging one of the hottest sticking baseballs. Oh, my gosh. Right it's just so awesome. That's four guys right there that are going to rip the baseball this year rip it and and imagine how long some of the home runs are going to be when we get in our band box oh, there's at least probably four or five of them down there that probably were home runs and, and Lindsey nelson that didn't even that basically made it out of the outfield i mean yep. there's quite a few of them well, there. well there were a couple hit last night off our mm-hmm. third starter Seacrest, that would have been out of the park. If Seacrest, if that game would have been played in Lindsey Nelson Stadium, he would have given up like seven or eight runs yesterday in a few innings. They were hammering the ball off him for some reason. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that that whole thing, I guess they're just wanting to have a lefty out there, but, I mean, it's somebody that's paid pretty close attention to it. He never seemed like a weekend star. No. No. Oh, credit to him for whatever he's done but i don't think he's a weekend sec starter so who's your uh, candidate what's what's your what's your candidate on no because so they have a plethora bino when you see the plethora of live arms that they have it's another thing pat combs said he said this is like not fair the kid they had out there last night that was touching a hundred uh goldie that's not fair man yeah that's not fair Wait till you see this, Bino. You know, Xander was such an accomplished midweek pitcher, but I, I'm and I'm certainly not 
throwing him out of this competition based on an inning or two so right, far this right. year. But uh, it just seems like this league, you probably would be better off with with a power pitcher. Yep. Uh, I agree. It, that's just the way it seems to me. We'll see how it plays out. Bino, you're going to love this submarine kid, this uh I love him. Causey, I love him. I mean, I think it kind of looks like either, you know, Causey and uh, Beam and then Lindsey, both the AJs and, and, and Beam. But that gives you three righties, so I don't know. Um, I, I know they probably want to have some sort of lefty in there, but... Uh, that sophomore pitcher last night looked looked really he looked really good. Heck yes, I like this time of the year because I'm referring back to Matt Dixon's guide over at tclub.team, which people should clip and keep. He he did a uh, he he did a a nice primer for the beginning of the season, which you'll find in our Friday blog in uh, Tony's talking points on Friday. Matt Dixon. Uh, did a really nice job there, and that's worth printing and keeping with you. And I was referring to it constantly, uh, like, who's that guy? What are we doing? Who's that dude? Where's this guy from? Um, Matt did a really nice job with that. I know, Bino, you were complimenting him as well over the weekend on that. Absolutely. Matt, where's the Schaefer kid? I couldn't find him on your list. How'd you miss one, Matt? Yeah, Matt missed the Schaefer kid. Clown, take back everything I said. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, and and just to kind of, Berkey is, or Blake is is really close to. I mean, I, I would say that Bill and the Wave guy is just uh, is kind of nipping at his heels. I'm off. telling you, that I mean, that guy is a player now. He's just a. I hate. I, I don't. Like I'm not, I find there's like no joy in this at all. It just, I, I mean, like Blake is just, he just not seeing the ball. I nope. mean, it's just he's swinging at at bad pitches and then not swinging at good pitches. And he he took a strike three on a fastball really last night. Defensive swings, just really defensive swings, yep. and it's yes, it's so weird. Well, what's weird about it is, like Bino said, you've wiped the slate clean. You're in a new season. He was right, right. back in the soup. Exactly. It was so weird. Bino, if you'd have seen it, it was the weirdest looking thing how, okay, new season, this cat, because they're doing to him exactly what everybody's done to him. High fastballs, throw, throw junk outside, and he's not going to get it. But last night, he froze, I think it was a second at bat, he froze on a basically a fastball right down Broadway and just looked at it. And they walked back. And he swung at some just junk pitch right before the pitch. Right before it, yes. And he walked back like, oh, my gosh, did that just happen to me? Which is that sport. I mean, that is what that sport does to you when you get in a bad headspace. And somehow he's back in it. It's really strange. Yeah, I could. You, of course, listen to the radio. You can't tell quality of it bats. Uh, but uh, I, I, I just think with, with his resume that uh, – uh, they'll wait at least. They'll give him at least until the start of the SEC play. By that time, you'll know what you have and what you don't. 
And to his point, he should hit those meat. He should be able to hit some of this meatball pitching. You're going to say so, which yeah, is kind of what he did yesterday. Because yeah. the the mm-hmm. slip in arms once Baylor went off their starter last night, you can see why they're not picked to do good things. And conversely, you can see why Tennessee is picked to do good things because the class of arm as they move through just last night in particular. Uh, Tennessee just has so many arms in their bullpen, and Baylor was out of arms. Yeah, yeah, that was maybe the the one thing, and and it's still so early to tell or whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm I, I am interested to see kind of the depth in our pitching and stuff like that because I don't know how good or how bad it really is, but um, I think there's a lot of really good like kind of prospects there, and so I think. We're, a lot of those dudes can kind of hopefully get better going on through the season, especially as they get kind of get more experience. And stuff is, like is, that, Frank, so. is Frank Anderson coaching those guys? Exactly. Yeah, yeah they're going to exactly. get better. Thank you, brother. Good talking to you, Goldie. the The bottom line with the bottom line with Tennessee is as long as he's your pitching coach, he's going to develop guys. He's going to unlock guys. He's going to find guys. They're going to get people from other places. They're going to realize it when they're here he's a developer of pitchers and probably the best in the collegiate game and and the one thing i love about tony and i talked to tony off the air about this i'm like why are you so deferential toward uh, frank anderson he's like well i mean we don't have a success that we have without him but let me do this we'll keep it live and legal legal local and large and then we'll get a, uh, another call in here. Back to our busy phones we go. Hello and welcome in. You're on the air. What's up, Tony? Hey, welcome in. I, you know what? I don't really have a problem with them letting that lady shoot from the ladies' three-point line if they would just make her use a real basketball instead of that fake basketball she shoots with. Well, I mean, that's that's the ball they play with, though. You call it a fake basketball. That's the ball they play with. Well, I'm not the only one calls it a fake basketball. Philly calls it a fake well, basketball. Well, that, I mean, that, that's official. That's a fake basketball. If he calls it a fake basketball, I'd be a fake basketball. <laughs> hey, Tony, you wouldn't believe how many calls and emails I've gotten congratulating me on winning that copper card Saturday night. Oh, it was incredible. Your call was, your call was well-earned. It was well-earned, brother. You earned that card. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it with Philly. I think I'm going to treat him. Awesome, dude. Awesome. So, Ms. B, get it off in the mail yet? I don't think we have your address. You'll have to text it to somebody. Text your address to Philly for me. I'll text it to you. <laughs> I think I already did, Tony. Oh, yeah. Text it Text it over to Philly so he can text it to me. <laughs> I'll just text it to you again. Te- text it over to Philly so he can text it to me. <laughs> I'll just text it to you again. I don't know that it's going to get through. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Jacardio. Not in Indonesia. I don't know if he was taking the hint there. I don't I don't think it's going to get through, Jacardio, not in Indonesia, as we continue with. Uh, when we come back on the other side, Gabe DeArmond joins after this. He's power Mizzou, and then we'll get some more calls in. But I want to talk about this Missouri team. By they're having a dreadful year. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I'm a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. 
If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare Dual Complete Plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over-the-phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare Dual Complete Plan. Call 855 UHC More. That's 855 UHC More. 855 UHC M O R E. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing, life changing fun. Please play responsibly. <clears throat> oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Breaking news out of uh, Como, ladies and gentlemen, as now joining us Gabe DeArmond, PowerMizzou.com. Uh, it seems like Missouri, well, it doesn't seem like, they're going to be hunting a new athletic director. And I bring Gabe DeArmond against the backdrop that we've got breaking news. He's with PowerMizzou.com. Gabe, talk, tell me about Desiree Reed Francois is on her way. Uh, tell me about it. Stunned. Um, look, this came out of nowhere. Pete Thamel um, tweeted it maybe 10 minutes ago. We confirmed it relatively quickly through sources. She is taking the AD job at Arizona. Um, she's from California. I believe she went to law school at Arizona. Not sure. Uh, but she's got a brother in Arizona. So that part I get, but USC had some interest and she had no interest in that. She has a son who is a sophomore on the basketball team. He's a walk on, doesn't play a lot, but he's a journalism student at Missouri. This is, this is shocking. Every single person. I've gotten reaction from at Missouri in the last 10 minutes is stunned by this. Um, I don't really this early want to speculate why it's happening, but I mean, this is, you are leaving an SEC AD job at a time when the SEC and the Big Ten are what you want. This is where everybody wants to be. And I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, I, I, I'm completely caught off guard by this. And, that's a, a bad thing to be in our business. <laughs> well, you and I were talking off the air. I mean, just when you think you have the puzzle figured out in the collegiate sports space, it's constantly changing the questions on you. Constantly. And it's almost like you can't tell me anything that will surprise me. But to your point, here's what you're saying, because this is the truth, right? In the sports landscape of these athletic directors and what they're doing, leaving a Southeastern Conference job to go to the Big 12 would be the equivalent of leaving a Major League Baseball GM job to go down 
in Oklahoma City or one of those places in AAA and become a uh, and become a general manager or one of their deals. It's like you're in two different worlds. Why would she do that? Right, look, I may I may find out here in the next few hours that there were behind. We we know the politics of universities and athletic departments, and maybe there were some tensions that I don't really know about right now that that led to this. But this is the only thing. The thing I've covered that was like this was when Frank Hayes left. Missouri to coach basketball at Tulsa because he was getting out in front of the posse. He knew he didn't have a lot of support here. He was probably getting fired in a year, so they restarted, he restarted the clock. I've had no indication that's the case with Desiree. People love what she has done here. Missouri is the game day experience has, has been revamped. Attendance has been way up in both sports. They just finished top 10 in football. They are literally whether you want to call it setting trends, finding loopholes, whatever, out front of NIL across the country. They've got states literally following what they've done. Uh, I, To my knowledge, she was under no pressure in no danger. Um, so I, I am very, as interested as anybody else to find out why this has happened. And in the meantime, the basketball season goes on. Uh, the Desiree deal will be interesting um, to to unpack because certainly there will be things, as you and I both know, there always is, there always will be a backstory, and obviously something's going on there politically for her to jump. I mean, obviously that's obvious. Something I, 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 obvious. I can't think anything else. Yeah, it's got to be I, because the other thing is there was a story less than a year ago that Arizona's athletic department is basically broke. They are broke, like somebody yes. Somebody made an accounting error that yes. was billions of dollars. And I, so I don't even think it can be a situation where they're, like, tripling her salary. I, it's bizarre. It's just amazing to me in, these, in, in that space, right, when you start talking about athletic directors, how political those jobs are. People think it's about performance, Really, it's about keeping the right people happy, and it always has been. That's what it's always been about, Gabe. We think it's about winning, but it's really about keeping the right people happy or the right people on your side. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's talk. Uh, about, yeah, yeah. I, it, it, you said it, man. I, I mean, you're 100% right. Let's uh, talk, you know, I'm yeah. sure this is great radio, but I'm just kind of processing. Oh, no, no, no. In, in uh, real you know. time. And listen, I appreciate you honoring the moment because you told us you'd come on, but I know that's the last thing you want to do, so I'm going to cut our time short. What chances do you give Mizzou tomorrow to uh, give it the old college try and knock the Vols off at home? Um, 0.1%. You never say never in sports. We understand that. Uh, The only thing this team does well is find a way to lose games. Um, Tennessee's good. They're rolling. Missouri... Uh, Missouri just finds a way to get beat every time it takes the floor. I would be, I'd be stunned if it's close, to be honest. But I would be blown away if Missouri wins. What kind of crowd, in your humble opinion, can we expect? I mean, the Dalton Connect show comes in. The Vols are at the top of the deal. Will they have an oiled up, lathered up crowd there, or are they checked out? Uh, they're mostly. I mean, I mean, the crowds have been better mm-hmm. in the last couple weeks than I would think for a team that's sitting where Missouri's sitting. But, no, I mean, it's not going to be full or anything like that. How many people? Maybe. How many people? Eight. I feel like it's been eight to 10,000 recently. That's not, that's Maybe not bad at all. Uh, you know, yeah. 
Get get going there. Tell the living list where they can find your coverage. And you guys are going to unearth. I know you. You're going to unearth what happened here. And I'm sure it's going to be an interesting backstory. Yeah, we're, we'll do our best. Uh, just PowerMizzou.com on the Rivals Network. PowerMizzou.com on Twitter. And uh, they just got busy. Every day you wake up and think you got a slow day, it, it uh, changes. You ought, to, you ought to have a lawsuit with the NCA and then get back to me. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. Maybe coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Gabe DeArmond, thank you. And that is absolute. Right, thank you. One, thank you, brother. You too. Appearing on the TLD Logistics Hotline. That's a stone-cold truth right there. All right, here's the backstory. I didn't want to um, do this to him because he's going to run this down. You watch and see what he runs us down. What I'm about to tell you, if this isn't, if this isn't a part of it, since last summer, she's been warring with Dimwit behind the scenes. Eli drank a fifth. He goes off. See, this is all about politics and power. These deals are politics and power. People say, well, I remember, you know, you used to, 20 years ago, talk about politics on the sport. I don't I don't need to get into the politics because there's enough politics in sports to, because it really is about power. Who holds cards? Who holds the power? That, that gal um, and that head coach in football don't see eye to eye. I'm telling you the truth. And they've been going at it. And it's interesting. She's at Arizona today, and he's at Missouri. And I'm not saying he got her turn. I'm, I'm saying that at some point she must have looked at that and said, you know what, I'm just not going to fight here. When you go off and have a 10-2 season, and you're picked top 15 in America again this year, coming up, you pick the wrong time to fight with me, Loso. Besides, who couldn't get along with a likable guy like Drinkwitz? <laughs> Can you imagine? All right, let's do this. I had to stop Gabe in the middle of this fun and frivolity. Then we'll come back and take some calls because I want to talk about all the stuff we've been discussing, uh, including the baseball situation. That, that We had some calls on the Ionescu thing. Let's get back to that. And all the fun and frivolity, hey, throw your hat in the ring if you want to be the uh, the AD up in uh, up in Como. That sounds fun, man, living up there, competing in the SEC. That sounds like a lot of fun. Basketball program's in good shape. So we continue with more after this. Uh, just the rest of our brief timeout. I, I cut our quick timeout short, so this will be very quick, and then some calls. So the news up at uh, Missouri is it Desiree Reed Francois? You know, things look. What goes on behind closed doors, people don't know, right? Man, football program flying under her, fan attendance up. Things are looking up. Baseball program's got a crack, got a crack of light even. Football went off and won 11 games. All this great attendance, all this stuff. She gets up and leaves today. I've heard for several months that she's battling behind the scenes with their football coach and Bino's line is a great one imagine fighting with him <laughs> that's such a good line Bino I'm jealous of you man he seems he's like such, such he's like, 
Doesn't he seem you know, like, like a guy the, uh, you'd like to go out to dinner with, have a beer and hang out with? I I guess the the revenge, the revenge of the nerds won this one too. Uh, no doubt about it. I <laughs> no doubt about it. Let's go back to our phone lines eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Because there's no way you would leave a southeastern conference job. And Gabe's right. If you guys will remember, one of the reasons. You and Bry and the living listener. One of the reasons why the last AD left there is because they're out of money. Jed Fish. Every time I see see every time I say his name, Bino, I think of Paisan. Jed Fish said that. Um, Jed Fish said. Jed Fish said that. Um, he left because they were broke. When their fans got all over him, when he got the Washington opening, he he didn't want to leave there. UCLA's broke, they're broke. Sierra we're living in. And then there's a guy like the guy at Vanderbilt who's got billionaires in his fan base that will help him. But he doesn't ask him to help him in the NIL space. The basketball coach of Vanderbilt. And then he gets up and rips his players after the game. Because they're not good enough to compete with Tennessee, the roster he recruited. Now, this is a real thing now. There's an incongruency going on. There's um, Ross Dellinger wrote an article that's great. He talks to um, the football coach at Southern Miss who says the following. 75% of my time is spent raising money. Today I'm getting in my car and I'm driving to the other part of our state and I'm meeting with several different people and I'm meeting with several different groups and I'm trying to raise NIL money so I can compete. He said, I got into this to football coach, not fundraise, but I'm fundraising. So I don't spend time with my, my team. I don't spend time with my coaches. I don't spend time that I want to spend with my family, my team, my coaches. I'm begging people for money. Arizona, Gabe was right. If you look the story up, they had a keystroke error in accounting. And I want to say it was like $70 million. It was a crazy figure. Let's look it up. Uh, It's crazy how much money it was. They're broker than the Ten Commandments. UCLA just saw Coach leave and go to Ohio State. And now you're at a thing. In, and the NCAA and Tennessee and Virginia are in court right now because the NCAA is going after the Vols while the coach at Southern Miss is saying, I'm trying to raise money I can pay kids with. And people say to me, um, how do you get up every day and do it? I get up and every day and do it. Because when I was a kid, I I got the fever and the bug when I was a young kid for major college sports. And I still love it to this day. Love everything about it when it's on the court, when it's on the field. This side of it is horse hockey, to quote the great Harry Morgan's character in M.A.S.H., 
absolute horse hockey is what what this side of the deal is. But that's where we are. And as Beano Jeff says, we have to, Beanstar, we have to choose. It's part of the deal now. We have to choose to accept this if we're going to follow these sports. Yeah, you do, you do, Tony. You, you know, it's it's like when Major League Baseball first went into the Megabucks era. Yep. Uh, you it, to enjoy it, you about have to forget the business side of it. Stick your head in the sand and just watch the game. And uh, and Missouri sports yeah. there now. The Missouri fans were sitting there going, "You know what?" We've got a good AD. She's done a lot of good stuff. We've got great promotions now at these games. They had a name for their building. What were they calling their building, by this year? They had people coming back and cheering sections and all this stuff. And I remember when Tennessee played them several years ago when they had that hunger strike up there, and they had like 25 people in attendance. And we played them on a Saturday night, and there was like 50 people there. Hey, guys, I just looked up at Arizona accounting error. Yeah, it was a $70 million, Tony. $240 million accounting error, Bino. Maybe they should hire someone who can type. $240 million they went off and spent because they thought they had it in their coffers, Beanstar. A quarter billion dollars. Mm. Living listener, she jumped to that job today. Let's go to the phones. Stole the petty cash there, did they? They just went right for the big bucks. Well, and that's the other thing. The amount of grift that goes on in major college sports has to be insane because it's always been there. It's always been there. The amount of grift that goes on internally with the amount of – when you can have an accounting error of $240 million, that tells me that it takes a long time for somebody to catch up with you, doesn't it, Bino? Seriously, think yeah. about that. Wow. Two hundred. I'm reading an article. It says some mistakes, unfortunately, are more costly than others. Take, for example, the University of Arizona. Recently discovered $240 million accounting error, which has led to talk of severe budget cuts, including student aid it provides, hiring, and other operations. Now, that is a campus-wide thing, but their sports situation there has severely been inhibited by that. To the point where what the fish guy did was considered miraculous against that backdrop. They've always been good at basketball. They're always going to be good in basketball. Basketball is the sport where there, down through the years, you have you get two players. And this Tommy Lloyd guy knows what he's doing. It, it's not accidental that since Tommy Lloyd left Gonzaga, they are what they are. Because he, with the international connections, well, he just knew the drill, Benny Heal. Let's go to the phones. 865-200-5402. So we can talk about that. We can talk about the fact that Gabe DeArmond gave... Um, that Missouri bunch, a point, 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 one percent chance of winning tomorrow night in their building. Tennessee is TCB, and Brian, 
you think if uh, Arkansas somehow finds a way to defeat A&M midweek, you think we're going to have mercy on A&M in our building Saturday? We're not going to have mercy on them anyway. It'll be like the Alabama game last weekend for them. Bino, are you Again. sticking with your prediction that we will eviscerate them on Saturday night? And do we want to see a court bumping? Uh, we're going to bait their ass shut, Tony. Will we unleash, though, will we unleash bodily harm on the sidelines? Inquiring minds want to know. Will we uh, unleash? He won't, out, he won't come out on the court there. You don't think so? He, no. Uh, he may be standing behind the bench. The Arizona AD was terminated. They're in, oh, they, they fired him because Fish left. That's right. Thank you, Mo, for the reminder on that. They made him a can, and Fish left and said, the place is broke. I'm not staying there. They can be mad at me all they want. Another source in the industry texts me, Tony, I'm listening to you. The football coach won the battle, Tony. They don't even speak. They don't even speak. You Right read, Tony. After the season, he got the upper hand on her. She, the back story is, how about this one, Bino? She tried to get him fired after the 2022 season. Go! <laughs> Beautiful! Let's go back to our phones. Oh, man. We'll get our next call in at 865-200-5402. There is so much to discuss and so little time to get there. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony. Hello, welcome doing? in. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. This is Peggy. Hey, Peggy, always great to hear from you. I just wanted to thank you for putting me on the list the other day. appreciate that. Were they, don't, uh, was the chocolate any good? Oh, it was wonderful. Wonderful. Yes, it was. I don't follow um, the women, UT basketball team mm-hmm. that much. I'm mm-hmm. not that up on them. Mm-hmm. But it just looked like they were plumbed out physically the other night when they played Carolina. I don't know if you saw that or not, but they just ran rings all around them for some reason. They just acted like they were tired. Well, they were because what happened is at the end of the game, I watched that whole game, and I give uh, I give Kelly Harper's kids a lot of credit because they played extremely, and I mean extremely hard. In fact, yeah. they played so hard, Peggy, for three quarters that by the time the fourth quarter rolled around, they were flat-out gassed. Right. And that's when South Carolina wouldn't even let them get a shot off. I mean, South I Carolina know. started defending. And and sometimes, you know, that old James Ingram song where he says, you give your best, but your best isn't good enough. I right. think that's what happened right. with the Lady Vols the other night. Right. Uh, and I, I don't know how much shame there is in that. Because I think if South Carolina played them ten times, they beat them ten times, Peggy, in my opinion. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hey, look, I'm just calling it. Hey, Brian, you watched it, too. Brian, you were there, weren't you? I mean, that that was my read on that game. No, I didn't I didn't go to that game, but oh, I watched okay. most of it. And the Lady Vols came out 
they they were ready for the game. They obviously wanted to they wanted to playing at home. They didn't want to get embarrassed, and they played about as well as they could have played for the first half. I, I think South Carolina looked like they were. They kind of slugged around with Georgia yesterday at home. I, I think Georgia, who doesn't even have a winning record, had the lead for most of the the whole Ooh. first half and a good part of the third quarter. Yeah. So I think South Carolina might be at the point in the season where it's kind of been a grind for them. Yes. And they might be a little bit bored right now, too. That's another factor. Yeah. When tournament yeah. time comes, I, I expect them to turn it back on again. And I don't Ooh. think the game in Columbia between the Lady Vols and South Carolina is going to be particularly close, to be honest with you. Mm. Wow. And uh, um, do you remember what I told you last year about the newbies at the baseball? Oh, yeah. You called that. Hey, I'll tell you what, Peggy. Huh? Hey, you called that thing right down the middle because this, this Kavaris Tears, this Tears for Fears guy, are you kidding me? <laughs> they showed up and showed up. <laughs> How much fun are these guys going to be? I don't know. That, that, that's my question to you. Oh. Peggy, have you been have you been over to see the baseball? Not not this year, no. All right. I'll tell you what. Well, as we get going in the season, you remind me. I'm going to get you tickets to a really good game. I want you to go as a guest on us. All right. All right. Just remind me. Win. Just remind me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook you up. All right, all I'm gonna right. get you. I'm gonna I get you. I'm gonna it. get you four tickets to uh, to one of these games. You just let me know, okay? Okay, I sure will, Tony. Thank Thanks. you, Peggy. You have a great day. Uh-huh. Thank you. I love Peggy. She's awesome. She told us those kids that are sitting over there can play. Last year, she said, "Wait till you see some of them." Tears you know, for fears is insane. And unless they went to Texas, nobody's seen a home game yet because they haven't played one oh, Brian, this year. Stop so it, you clown. I mean, just saying. Well, stop it. You're a clown. Who asked you? Let's go back to our TLD Logistics phone line. Remember, Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime tomorrow night. Uh, Bino, do you think somebody unearthed that story, what I just talked about, how they weren't speaking behind the scenes? Does that come out? Uh, yeah, yeah. Once they quit jumping on Kenny Smith, they'll probably turn to that. <laughs> Kenny Smith, I mean, my gosh. She should shoot from the women's three-point. You can't do that. You can't say that. You need to be suspended. I mean, my roan. That offends me. Why? Because it's the rules of her sport versus the rules of his sport. I mean, if he really, if the, if the guy really wanted to be rude about it, Bino, he could have said, well, why isn't she shooting with an NBA ball? But he didn't do that. Yeah. He didn't do no, that. He did. Not at all. Because he said, well, that's the ball they use. Okay, that's fine. Which is what I would say. It's the ball you use. Okay, use your ball. He went on to, uh, was asked about it. He said, well, women, in women's golf, they play from women's tees. And then you, we all keep the same score. I mean, that's the truth. But you're not allowed to say that. I mean, God forbid, you're snow. And by the way, that Ionescu girl is a physical freak. I mean, to be able to shoot with that guy. How about how how many athletes are there being you know, in our lifetime we've seen that have changed their sport literally, like this kid at, at Golden State who changed that game. Uh, Tony, there, those are 
you know, generally one to two in a lifetime per sport, if that. I mean, this guy changed the way the game's played. Yeah. Like, like we said in the first hour, Grimmy reminded me that the night Wiz White, because I didn't know if they had a three-point line back then, and they did, but it was so rarely used. It was such a curiosity that the night he had 51 points, he was three for three from beyond the arc. That line today, Bino's right. He would shoot 13 to 15 three balls today in a 51-point game. And, but, and, well, and, go ahead, Bino. For decades, Tony, after the three-point line was established, when you got a fast yeah. break, everybody still went to the bucket. It was um, uh, it, it was it was Curry and that crew that now on a fast break, somebody runs out beyond the three-point line, and you kick it out to them to shoot a three on a break. The other night, I forget the game. I'm watching a college college game at Laura. And like I said, she was an All-State player in high school, so she loves that sport, understands the sport, kind of like your wife, teaches me things about the sport, teaches me how to kind of watch the nuances away from the ball, things that are going on, that sort of stuff. Anyway, we saw somebody drive the lane the other day, have a wide-open layup, and kick it out to a kid on the wing who shot a three-ball. And I say to her, did you see that? And she says, yeah, it happens every day. It's what the game is now. I don't want that two. He's wide open there for a three. Since when do I not want to make two points, Bino? Yeah. Yeah, and they've taken it too far because what they don't realize is there's there's one step curse, you know. And that's the point. Yep. Yep. Back to the phones we go. 865-200-5402. As great as Dalton Connect is, and he's great. This Curry guy, I don't know if people really appreciate. And when the Splash Brothers had that thing going, I was talking to Y last night, in fact. We were we were laughing about the NBA um, All-Star game. He said, Tony, I'll make a confession to you. If the NBA during their regular season, because they have a level of try in the NBA. Like last night, they didn't try at all. In the NBA regular season, they kind of try, but there are too many games. So you can't try-try. What they do in the NBA game at the end is they try. Close game, last five minutes, and you try. You get to the NBA playoffs, like Anthony called me. And I remember going in the old Philadelphia Spectrum watching the – I saw the the Sixers in the NBA playoffs, all those really good Sixer teams in the 80s. And the last playoff game I went to there was the the great Chicago Bulls team against the Sixers like in the late 80s. You watch Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen when they were kids playing the playoffs and Jordan coming back on a fast break and blocking a ball out of bounds and going a million miles an hour, and you're like, oh, my gosh. The athleticism of these people. Why tells me last night, Bino, he said if the NBA played every night like they play in the playoffs, he said, I don't know if I'd watch college basketball. He said, because truly, there's nothing like that. Now, they can't do it 24-7, but Bino, he's got a good point. I mean, that NBA playoff stuff, how hard they play, is insane 
in the playoffs. Well, yeah, and it's you know it's the best players in the world playing against each other too, and you know as much as I love the college game, you don't get that in college. No, in fact, that's what's so great about Connect. You get very few of those guys in the college game. That's why Except he is so fun. The NBA still plays twice as many, three times as many games as the college kids. And that's the point. So yeah. the urgency, to me, would sort of be offset offset that a little bit. Plus, yeah, plus I know him in the tournament. It's more urgent to win in college sure. than, than it would be over at 82 games. Yeah. So that, that, still yeah. would make, that still would matter. The magic of the college game is the fans and the atmosphere. That's the magic of it. It's the magic of the deal. The other night, see, I say this. People don't understand this here. But I'm just telling you, 22,000 people at a college basketball game doesn't happen. But it happens here. Vanderbilt's terrible. Terrible. And the place was packed the other night. They're brutal. Tennessee had twice as many fans as Baylor did last night at their baseball game. I wa- Trust me, I watched it. Texas Tech is going to have a really good year. Now, Lubbock is pretty far from Dallas, right? I'm not a, um, I'm not a geography person. How far is that, Brian? Uh, Lubbock it's Tech? Probably, yeah, it, it's, it's well over, it's several hundred miles. Yeah. Tennessee had more people than they had there the other night. Tennessee had more people than Oklahoma had the other night. Last time I checked, Tennessee's a little further than those places are. And look, I know we've got the Mark in Dallas and the other guy in Dallas that called us the other night, Josh, I want to say, in Dallas. I hope I'm getting your name right. And some other people that call from Mike in San Antonio and people that we've heard from down through the years and our fan base is sick with this now. It's sick with this. We will have, by the, by the time this show runs through its cycle of the people that will listen to it today, we will have several tens of thousands of people that will hear this interaction today, which is crazy. Crazy. Enough to fill up three or four basketball arenas, to give you an idea of our arena, that will hear the show today. We've got over on Twitter Spaces right now like 165 people listening to us live. That's that's a crazy number at Twitter Spaces. Crazy. I had the other day, I'm I'm not saying bragging on this show, but I had the people that do our streaming reach out to me the other day and they said, do you realize that your reach is like major market? in terms of some of the stations that we service in major markets? And I said, no, I didn't. And this guy goes, well, it is. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how. I said, buddy, it's not me. I said, we have a fan base that loves this. They love it. And we serve them. We serve a fan base. We get on here and go for it. I open that microphone, we go for it. Can you imagine, Bino, in your lifetime, several thousand people going to an opening day event in Dallas, Texas, to watch Tennessee baseball 
to February in your lifetime, Vino. Can you imagine that? Uh, no, Tony, I, I, I could not. I could not because for most, for most of my life with very few exceptions, um, you could pretty much walk over to Lindsey Nelson That's exactly right. and get a seat. And there was no road following for Tennessee baseball. Bino will tell you this is a true story. Except family members. I called him. I called him. And Justin Denny. I called him and Baseball Lisa and uh, Les Vineyard. I called Bino after I met with Vitello the first time. And Tony walks me around in there, and he's like, can you see this? Can you see it, man? And I'm like, uh, I've told the story in here before. I'm like, see what? And it reminds me of this book I read on Disney World or Disneyland, whatever the first one was, where Walt Disney's on a patch of land. It was in California, whatever that one is. And Walt Disney's like walking these people around. He's going, can you see it? We're going to put this over here. We're going to put that over there. This is going to be where Mickey and Minnie are. This is what we're in. We're going to meet and greet. And the train's going to run through. And the people are looking at him like, what the hell are you talking about? We're, we're in the middle of a in the middle of a patch of like swampland. What are you talking about out there in Anaheim, California? Tony said to me, he goes, he goes, can you help me? I said, yeah, I'll help you. We need because we got to get him in here. And I said, Tony, I don't think I can help you. <laughs> I mean, Bino, he's like, we got to get him in here. And I'm like, remember, Bino, we would do like, uh, they had a yeah. little barbecue thing down the line his first couple of yeah. years. And let's go have a uh, picnic down here and I'll give you tickets. And think about how far it's come in six years. Just, I mean, think about that. Can you help me? Uh, yeah, vi- visionaries are amazing to me, Tony. I'm, I live second to second, yep. and uh, uh, they're, they're amazing people to me. Can you see it? He goes, can you see it? This place is going to be full. And then have you seen some of these stadiums? He says to me, have you, where you have the picnic. I'm like, Tony, nobody even comes to your games. I mean, you have a picnic area? I mean, nobody even comes. Oh, yeah, what we're going to do is, and they're going to, and eventually we're going to do this, this. And he was talking about the stadium this uh, past year. Dixon was, Matt Dixon was with me in the fall. They were in fall practice, and he goes, Yeah, this is the first phase of it down the right field line, the left field line, but eventually what we're going to do is we, we were just looking at him like, What? But go ahead, Brian, now I'll go back to the phones. I can remember even the first couple years with Tony Vitello over there, and before when they had Serrano. You could, if you were going to a game, 10 minutes before first pitch, you'd be walking down that street right up to the gate where you enter the stadium by yourself. And you could go to the ticket office and five or 10 bucks could go get a ticket and sit in a very good seat. Great seat. Just below the press box. He told me. Plate. Well, he told me. Sit wherever you want. He said, uh, when he called me and they were doing that sh- first street fair thing, festival, whatever. Because I told him we were having a listener watch party, and he goes, you got to be kidding me. I said, no, dude, we're having a listener watch party. And then we had it, and a couple hundred people came, and we sent some photos, and Berkey was nice enough to put it on television, because I'm telling you, that kind of stuff doesn't even happen in other places. That's why Berkey had 
photos of our watch party, they were splashing it up on the screen. That kind of stuff that we do in our fan base is remarkable. It doesn't happen without you. Tony knows that. I know that. He knew, he knew, he was like, man, we can tap into this. Uh, you know, I go, he's like, he told me, he's like, I go to Neil and State, you can tap into it, man. You, you guys got to find a way. I can do it. We can do it. And I was looking, I'm like, you're nuts. You're the baseball coach. You're not tapping into anything. That stadium sold out this year. It's crazy. And they're charging exorbitant prices for it. I didn't mean to talk too long. But let's do this. On the other side, it's your floor. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Garnets begin the year as January's birthstone. Garnets are also the gemstone that are traditionally gifted for a second wedding anniversary. Here at Tillis Jewelry, we have a variety of garnets to fit your budget, whether you prefer vintage or modern. Next time you visit us, be sure to mention this ad and receive 10% off your purchase. You deserve something new to begin the new year. Follow us at Facebook and Instagram. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915-Columbia and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Minutes matter when you call 911 for a heart attack, and Murray Regional Health is ready to care for you. Utilizing the -the state-of-the-art cardiac cath lab at Murray Regional Medical Center, our team of expert cardiologists and experienced clinical professionals are equipped to investigate heart conditions quickly and perform life-saving interventional procedures. Go to murrayregional.com slash heart to learn more. And remember, always dial 911 when you or someone near you is experiencing heart attack symptoms. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. 
Hi, I'm Kurt Green, and I'm with 7th Element, and we're going to be in the Columbia area at Columbia State Community College at the Cherry Theater, February 24th. That's Saturday, February 24th, and we would love for you to be there. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite, and just look for 7th Element and Friends. Concert's going to be at 6 p.m., 6 p.m., and you can find us at 7thElement.com, 7thElement.com. It's February, and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. I think my mic was open the whole spot break. Thank goodness for Chef Boyardee that Brian didn't say anything blue during our commercial break. But some of you might have gotten the news of weather. And that tells me Laura's not listening, because some of you might have gotten the news of weather traffic and the sports. As we welcome you back on a... uh, but that's what our Twitter spaces people hear. And if my mic was open, I apologize for that. But uh, And if it wasn't, then I apologize for that. Uh, we will go back to our phones at 865-200-5400. Um, <clears throat> Brian's fired up because the Albany Patroons are coming to town this weekend. That is their nickname, right, Brian? The Patroons. Let's go back to our phones. Tony Vall's non-league baseball schedule. They're the Great Danes, Tone. They're the Great Danes, not the Patroons. Hey, Tony, where are the Mulkey brothers? Are the Mulkey brothers going to make the cut for your schedule? He he finds every jobber in the country. Hello and welcome in to our next call. But there's one jobber that's not going to be on the field there against them. Hello and welcome in. And Bino knows who that is. Hello and welcome in to our next call. I got Dave. Hey, Dave. Positive Dave. Hey, I'm sorry if I I'm sorry if I missed it. What was the final deal with uh, Zane Denton having uh, some kind of personal issue or something, and just hadn't joined the party? Well, that's a shame because yep. he. So here's my deal with uh, Blake Burke. I think he's got real. His swing's really bad right now. And it's been broke for a while. Now, when he makes contact, he can hit it 500, 500 feet. And that's fine. But Zane Ditton could have been, you could have put him at the other corner. You could have put him at first base. He's a switch hitter. And you could have, you could have, Blake could have been a DH when he, when he's playing well. Mm-hmm. That, Zane could have been a big, Big contributor to this team. That's a shame. I'll tell you you what about Blake Burke, though, man. Over the weekend, he played a great, not good, he played a great first base for Tennessee over the weekend. So while he was struggling at the plate, uh, he he filled the ball very well, filled his position very well, which is not easy to do. No, it's not. But he's got, I I just, man, it's just frustrating watching him. It's wild. 
some of his bats. Oh, no I mean, question. Just, no question. He would tell I you mean, that. Yep. I don't know if they've got anybody working with him. Oh, sure they do. I don't know if it's just in his in his head. Uh, Bino probably knows more about that. Uh, about you know, I just don't. Uh, it's just really strange. Stay right there, Dave. Yeah, it's um, and we'll we'll pick Dave up here in our TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime, which is our overtime segment. We are going to talk about it, continue to talk about it. Our people that are locked in at Twitter Space is good. If you made the switch to Twitch, good. If you're on Facebook Live, good. Uh, and then uh, tclub.team will continue the conversation. To the radio listener, I want to invite you to go over to check out our blog today over at uh, tclub.team. And I end today's show the same way I begin today's show. Keep the family of David Blackburn in your prayers. He lost his teenage daughter uh over the weekend, and it's one of literally one of the saddest stories you've ever heard. Love you. God bless. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.